yeah. with, whenever they give you the tap, that's that's a friend tap. That's uh, a that's the that's a you know the a nonverbal yeah. uh, communication or an unconscious cue from them. Would be even worse if they say, "Oh, that was nice." Damn, nice. <laughs> Just kick me in the fucking balls. Calm down. It was a joke. This is episode Dose. Dose. I'm Juan B. And I'm Jared. Yeah, just straight up Jared this time. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see what was going to come after that. And, yeah. Uh, Jared, yeah. where are we at, man? We are at Las Almas Rotas. It's a mezcaleria in uh, Expo Park here in Dallas, Texas. They just celebrated their two-year anniversary uh, mm-hmm. the other week, mm-hmm. and this place is spectacular. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Right across the street from the fair park? Yeah, Up right across the street from the fair park. And, uh, yeah, it's actually one of my favorite places. It's kind of like my cheers. Yeah. And uh, so I'm in here usually about uh, about once a week. Everybody knows your name. Yeah. Oh, man, this is early, but ladies and gentlemen, for those young kids out there, cheers with a show <laughs> about a guy by the name of Ted Danson, and he was a former baseball player. Um <laughs> And he was uh, sober, and he was no longer drinking. So he became a bartender and opened up a bar. And he had Norm and, and some other guys. He had Woody. Frazier. And Frazier. Wood. Oh, yeah. And he had Frazier there, who ended up turning out being one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's what you That was early. Woo. <laughs> yeah, I know. First three seconds in, I'm already had to talk to the boys and girls about <laughs> something that happened in the 80s. <laughs> so, yeah, we're over here at uh, Las Almas Rotas. We actually had a, a cocktail and some food before we started. As uh, you can tell. And I got to tell, like, they, they just expanded their menu here. It got bigger, and they added some fish tacos mm-hmm. on there. And those fish tacos were, gr- like, really, really, really liked them. Oh, I had a bite. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. uh, got some elotes. And then, uh, yeah, what, what did you get? Chicken quesadillas? I got the chicken quesadillas, which was uh, phenomenal. Yeah, I think they had a little bit of mole in there, too. Oh, yeah. Holy was, moly. Yeah, holy moly. Yeah, it was, no, it was, it was, it was great. Um, the food was always good, but now they got the new the new menu now, and yeah, that was it was it was pretty awesome. So I'm, I'm in a good I'm in a good place right now. You're in a good place. Good place. Well, uh, just so you know, uh, Hazel might be bringing us a shot of mezcal in a little bit. Hazel, look here. <laughs> Let us get at least halfway into the show before you start bringing that out because uh, I did an episode of Social Drinkers here, and they brought some mezcal out in the middle of the show, and it just went left after that like we were supposed to be going right we went left and so just hold up a little bit please don't come in here until we really get rolling because i know what happened last time yeah mm. so but uh, you know we got some food but then we also got some drinks and since it's summer jared what are we drinking since it's summer <laughs> uh actually uh we got you a ranch water ranch water so a ranch water uh ranch water is topo chico which uh, again i find it so funny that we pay three times as much for bottled mexican water <laughs> uh but that's a whole other thing so you yeah. use topo chico lime juice and uh tequila and all they do is they just uh pour a little bit of topo chico and they serve it to you in the bottle which yes, is uh, yeah it's kind of cool kind of fun i uh, love watching them do it yeah. yeah that's the fun part i'm like i was gonna put that right back in the topo chico you mean i can walk out of here with this mm-hmm. i'm joking I, I would never do that tabc i would never walk out of a bar with alcohol in my hand tabc if you're listening I would never do that, and I suggest no one ever do anything like that. Right. And uh, so, yeah, you got the ranch water. I got it's called a batanga, but it's it uses the Jaritos uh, Mexican soda, and you can choose between like a grapefruit, the tamarind, uh, and they've got one other flavor. But they again they put tequila in here and another little uh, magic ingredient, mm. and uh, no, it's just 
man, it goes down easy. For all the black people out there, y'all would call them Doritos. <laughs> yeah, it's not Doritos. So now you know how to say it right. That would just, I'd confuse that with Doritos. Well, you get both. You get a yeah. bag of Doritos, and then you get some Doritos to go and take it down with. DJs. Cool. Yeah, there you go. Man. Well, so that's what we ate. That's what we're drinking. Um, I figure since it's our first uh, first episode here at Las Almas, yeah. I'll do uh, my favorite toast in Spanish. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Shows how international so, we are. So this is what you do at a big group of people inside of a bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go, arriba, abajo, al centro, para dentro. What he said. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> and we have enough room for people to come hang out with us, by the way. So, you know, we're, we're going to, like, make this a party. And yeah. you guys kind of hear people in the other room. But at, at some point, they're going to know who we are and think we're, like, important. And then they're going to start coming <laughs> in here. So, But we want to bring our friends in here. Yeah. Um, so we, we air on – well, we, we record on Friday. Mm-hmm. So um, I know you're listening to us on Tuesday. You better be listening to us on Tuesday. And this is what we do on Friday, and we got the people coming. So we're going to do this live on Fridays and hang out. We're just going to make it one big party. Yeah. And we're going to blow this thing up, man. Hashtag grow the pod. Hashtag grow the restaurant. Hashtag grow the area. You know, we're just going to grow all this, man. Hashtag, hashtag. Hashtag all that shit. Hashtag all that shit. <laughs> Jared, do you know we almost died last week? How's that? July 29th, man. The asteroid came this way. Really? A freaking asteroid. you kidding me. And NASA didn't know it was coming. NASA, I think that in 2023, we're supposed to have another, like, you know, near miss coming up. Because they always let us know, like, you know, in 2025, there's going to be asteroid number, blah, 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 is coming. And it's going to be 100,000 miles away from us, you know, near miss. This one was 45,000 miles. Well, all I have to do, or I'll say is thank God for Trump's Space Force. Okay, because that's the only reason that we survived this uh, this near miss of the here. asteroid. Way to go, Trump! Yeah, yeah I, I know. knew you were good for something. You take out <laughs> take out asteroids, um, but no, like they said that the way the asteroid was coming, it was like blocking the sun or something. It was, it was in the sun. The sun was in the eyes. It's like a wide receiver going out looking for the path, and the sun was in his eyes. So the Earth needed to get those little black marks put up under their, under their eyes so they could <laughs> see the see the asteroid flying at them. But they said it was big enough to take out a major city. Like how would that would have been sucky? What July twenty ninth? What I don't know what day that I can't remember what day that was, but how sucky of a day that would have been? And you know you end up getting blown up by an asteroid, which is not one of the ways I want to die. Aliens, yes. Asteroid, no. Uh, shout out to Bruce Willis for uh, making sure that the asteroid went a different direction because I'm mm-hmm. sure he had something to do with it. Yeah. Oh, and Tommy Lee Jones, he was in an asteroid movie too. He was. He was. Because Armageddon was with Bruce Willis, and then there's another one with a bunch of old astronauts. Because like the first ship that went up, like blew up. Well, there was one with uh, with uh, crap. I can't think. Of it. There was one with Morgan Freeman. He was the president, and now he's president. That, and uh, oh, that was point. Uh, 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 shoot, I remember that one. Uh, impact, deep impact, impact, deep impact, yes. deep impact. Yeah. There, so there was a Morgan Freeman mm. one with deep impact, and he was the president. And that's when, like, Tia Leone and her mom, like, was on the beach. He's like, hold me, mom. And mm-hmm. then this wave came and just knocked the hell out of him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, because she could have went under, underground, but she chose not to. Yeah, which she didn't go will, hang out with her dad. Which would have never happened in real life. Um, oh, yeah, it was dad with the mom. It was, she was yeah. hanging out with the dad. Yeah, so Deep Impact. Uh, they all came out in the same week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was like, so, uh, yeah, shout out to Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck. You know, thank you guys for... Uh, they actually said that if it gets to the point where an asteroid is coming this way, they will send a spaceship up there to try to bump it. They literally said that. They said it would try to bump it. I don't know what kind of spaceship this is. I don't know if one of them rock'em, sock'em. I don't know what kind of – got a little bumper on it. No, it would be like, a, it'd be like a, a, a space tugboat. 
I mean, you see those little tugboats that, like, push the huge freighters, like, around inside ports? Yeah. I mean, it's the same concept, except I think the difference in size would be, like, a grain of sand against a freighter. Well, yeah. Those those asteroids are freaking huge. But, I mean, those things aren't moving, like, slow. No. They're moving pretty fast, so they have this spaceship to... I'm sure it's going to be a robot, like, operated, like, you know, computer operated. And that's not going to be, like, a guy that's going, all right, get a little closer. Get a little closer. All right, now, now go ahead and ram it. Like, I'm sure it's not going to be some astronaut from Texas <laughs> that's going to be doing that. But I just wonder, like, I would love to see that. And that's a great movie, you know, to go out there and ram their, ram their asteroid. Yeah. I just, it just reminds me, I think it was in Armageddon when everybody's coming up with all these ideas on how to, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, yeah. destroy the asteroid. And you see this one guy walks up little boxes and and then whenever we come in within 17,000 miles, the chute deploys, and then he starts pulling out this giant piece of aluminum like to scale. <laughs> and then it catches the solar rays and the cosmic you know, radiation, and it blah, blah, yeah. But just the ideas, yeah. Yeah, you know. they're way smarter than me. Yeah. Um, I would love to be in that room, though, just hearing them talk about how they're going like, to take down an asteroid. Mm-hmm. But put a nuclear bomb in it and blow it up. Like, really, that's what y'all came up with? That's the best y'all could do? Well, I mean, <laughs> hey, if you... Have a firecracker blow up in your hand on your palm, nothing happens. Now, close your fingers, and you're not going to be able to open up a pickle jar for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know. Which is very important. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Shout out to the pickles. Uh-huh. Speaking of movies uh, and TV shows, uh, Amazon Prime has got a home run on their hands. I know it just came out like a week ago, but if you haven't seen The Boys. Oh, watch The Boys. You got to watch The Boys. It is dark as fuck. Yes. <laughs> but so, it is good. So much. I <laughs> Things that happen in that show that doesn't supposed to happen in TV shows. And you're like, did that just happen? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about it or spoil it, but... When a certain thing, object, flew from the back of the van out the window <laughs> while Spice Girls was in screwed mode. <laughs> I was like, my girl was like, what the fuck are we watching? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, are you serious? Did that just happen? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, okay. Just imagine <laughs> if, uh, if five of your friends that you knew each yeah. was given like a life-changing superpower. Oh, okay. Boy. Would that change who they were? No. They're no. still that person. Like, they're still the one that leaves the toilet seat up or doesn't yeah. put the dishes away or they're the ones that borrows your car without asking. Except right. now, it's like they'll borrow your house and they'll fly it out and put it up next to the beach. Or, or borrow money out of a bank. Yeah, or, or, or something <laughs> like that. You know, it doesn't change who they are. It just means they're, they're able to do more, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I love how it really it makes each one of the characters very, very, very human. I mean, it, it's scary. Like you said, it's scary to think, like, what some assholes could do with powers. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine Superman was an asshole. Yeah. He would be all screwed. I, yeah. He would probably screw us. Yeah. Li- no, literally. Or, or uh, you know, <laughs> cutting him off in traffic, you know, if you happen to be driving a car. You well, know. Yeah, I was like, well, he'd be flying, so I don't yeah, know. You know, you, you know or, or you uh, you cut in line at the supermarket. Yeah. Like, instead of him just giving you a dirty look, he'd use that laser vision. Yeah, and just chop you in there. Like, the saying, I could feel his eyes burning a hole in the back of my head. He, you really have a hole he, burning yeah, in you your have head. Nice hole in your head. It's so well done. Yeah. I mean, so well done. The acting is just on point. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's not – usually in every show, there's, like, that one character that's annoying. That one character's like, ugh. I don't – they didn't have one of those. Like, I love every character. Every character played his role the right way. You know, every character played his role the right yes. way. Yes. Okay. In that, yeah, I'll say it. Every character did exactly what they were supposed to do. Yeah. And there were some characters like, meh, whatever. Well, but, you yeah. Know, I mean, like – They're uh, fillers. You got to have some fillers. Yeah, or, or outliers, you know, or the – yeah, fillers, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it made me think about having that superpower, you know, um, if you could have a superpower and, and, and be, I know it sounds like be realistic, but like, 
you know, not the whole flying and running at the speed of light, but like if you could just like almost have a realistic superpower, like what 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 would that be? Like what would be your superpower? You know, I'd have to say honestly, uh, the power of persuasion. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, uh, it, it wouldn't be that I could like you know control people or, or whatever else, but it's like. I you know either sit and I talk or I'd kind of like embed little thoughts or whatever, but it's, oh. it's able to kind of guide or like nudge kinda somebody. Convince them into you know. Doing I mean, it's not something they, they wouldn't normally do. You know, it it would be, it would almost be like they're thinking of doing it themselves. Okay, you know? so you wouldn't you're not tricking people. It's not the Jedi mind trick. You're not you're it, not saying that you no know, the the droids you're looking for are not here. It's kind of a combination of the two. Like whenever they talk about hypnosis, yeah. You can't hypnotize, or you can't make somebody do anything under hypnosis they wouldn't normally do. Okay, you're right. So right, what? Yeah. What the, you know, hypnotists, whatever yeah. they do, is they kind of gradually nudge mm-hmm. that bar over as yeah. far as what they would or wouldn't do. So then, then they have them clicking like a chicken yeah. around on the right. stage. So that's kind of what I would do. Is just it would be the ability to just uh, you know persuade. Yeah. You know, and and that's because I enjoy debate. I enjoy conversations. I love that that mental <laughs> well, chess. That's no fun. If you know you're gonna win every debate, <laughs> I'm gonna win every debate. Watch this. Hey, officer. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, that's my car. Uh, yeah, I know it's legally parked, but um, I don't think that you should be giving me a ticket. In fact, I should give you a ticket. I think that's how this should work. Yeah, actually, the more I think about it, I think it would be uh, more along the lines of the Jedi mind trick. Is <laughs> uh, not the droid you're looking for? Yeah. Um, I, I think I was going back and forth. I had, I had two. Um, I know we talked about one about you know the power of not having to sleep, but that's boring. I, I would like to do. Um, I can see thirty minutes into the future. That's what I want. I want thirty minutes into the future. I don't want long time in the future because that can fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have nightmares stuff, but not just thirty minutes where I'm like, oh yeah, we're gonna go do this because I know what's gonna happen at seven forty-five. So right, we're gonna and th- think about most. Like, bad things that happen to people, mm-hmm. it don't happen because, like, they know that later that day is going to happen. It happens, like, it's going to happen, you know, suddenly. Right. So if I if I got 30 minutes ahead, I mean, traffic, uh, traffic uh, wrecks and, and, like, you know, little crazy stuff happens, you know, in, in the bars, stuff like that. Like, I would avoid all of that stuff, you know. Or, you know, if I, if I met a girl at the bar and I'm like, hey, let's get out of here and then go 30 minutes ahead. And 30 minutes later, I go, oh, shit. Oh, never mind. You know, like, I, can, I can back up. <laughs> <laughs> like oh you know what you know I, I just realized tonight's not a good night for me I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go because I saw what happened 30 minutes later so <laughs> like, yeah. they actually they uh, they made a movie about that with uh, Nicolas Cage called Next and it's yeah. where he he can see a very small limited small okay. in, into the future and one of the best scenes out of that movie is he's trying to pick up a a, a woman oh okay and uh, so he starts looking and like playing at, okay so if I walk up and I ask for her name this is what happens if I walk up and I introduce myself this is what happens yeah. if I walk up and I give her a drink this is what happens if I walk up, if I don't walk up this is what happens yeah and then like some guy walks in and starts harassing her and so then he's like okay so if I go up to talk to the guy I get punched if I go up and punch the guy I get punched <laughs> if I go up and do this then I get punched and the girl sounds doesn't so like, like me. a Nicolas Cage movie yeah. he goes but if I walk up and I do nothing and the guy punches me then she'll get me in the car with her mm. you know and so yeah I I can see that but also I mean. I'm not going to say it made Nick Cage neurotic because he already yeah, was. But yeah, yeah. But I don't know, man. Like, some, I like I understand the the, the desire, but I I, I don't want to. You don't want to know what's going to happen. No, you don't, don't want to. Uh-uh. Well, maybe that's the way you could turn it off and turn it off. I don't know. Um, you know, I haven't worked on my superpowers. Another one I liked was the ability to freeze time sixty seconds at a time. 
Like, you got 60 seconds. So I can stop time, but you only got 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is you need to do, you got 60 seconds to do it in. So you go, freeze. Everybody stop. Everything move. And then you got to do whatever it is you got to do. I don't know when I would use it. I don't know in what situation, but I know if that situation occurred, it would really come in handy. <laughs> well, like, I, I don't know what you'd use the, the time stop, because, again, there's lots of stories about time stop. Yeah. Uh, for anything other than to be, like, a true hero or a true villain, you know? Well. I, I mean, because the true hero part, it's like, you know, if somebody's fallen off, a, you know, a ladder, mm-hmm. freeze time real quick, and you go, you, you know, you put them down. Or right. if, uh, <laughs> you know, if you see a bomb starting to explode, you yeah. freeze time, you go pick up some tongs, you go yeah. throw yeah. it out in the lake, and you come back. Or, yeah. or the, 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 the other side, <laughs> which I'm sure I don't need to explain all the different things that go to that. But uh, Well, what sucks is, like, you'd be in a relationship with someone that, that could do that. Like, yeah. just freeze time on you. I don't know if 60 seconds would be enough, because I'm thinking, like, get into an argument, and you... Say the wrong thing, you go freeze, and then figure out. I don't know what you can do in sixty seconds to like. I don't know. Can you run somewhere and get flowers and come back and hand them to her? I don't. I don't know what what you can do, but you could probably mess with some people's heads. I tell oh, you that. Oh, a hundred percent, absolutely. Because they don't know time froze. Uh-uh. They're just going. Yeah. And like, if I'm sitting here, and all of a sudden your shirt changed colors. I'm like, wait a minute, did you? How did you do that? You know. Yeah, but then again, you'd also look like that stop animation. Because yeah. you'd have to come back and get in the exact same spot. <laughs> yeah, you can't be in a different position. Yeah. <laughs> You're, like, standing on top of the chair. I'm like, wait a minute. How did you do that? Yeah. I just froze time. Can you think of some, like, useless powers? Like, if someone said, I had the power to... Talk to fish? I mean, because if you live in Idaho, how good <laughs> well, is that? Well, you probably won't live in Idaho if you talk to fish. Because yeah. the fish will tell you don't go to fucking Idaho. Right. Um, I don't know how the fish talk, but they would probably go... Like, don't go to... Don't go, you know. I don't, I don't think fish would sound like they're underwater. Mm. I, I wouldn't think they do. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I've never talked to a fish before. This goes back to that point of drinking before the show starts. You start talking like this. Um, oh, man. I guess I need to catch up then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Talking underwater. Uh, actually, I wrote that one down. Talking underwater. I think that would be a pointless power. Yeah. Like, you need to talk underwater. Uh, you need to talk to under there. Yeah. Ain't nobody under there you need to talk to. That's Everybody's up, everybody up above the water. What are some... Stupid powers. I remember from reading. Never comics. getting hungry. Oh, that would suck. That's like never getting horny. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you can eat if you want to, but you're not hungry. So in other words, you, like your weight, you can always keep your weight down because you're never hungry. You can eat. Like, sure, let's eat. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's amazing. But you're not like, hungry. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never get hungry. Okay, so basically, uh, I'm gonna show you how that's that's a terrible power to me. <laughs> okay. Because that'd be like if I had a billion dollars uh-huh. and then i was like yeah okay sure i can go out and make some money yeah i don't need it I, i'm you know yeah I'm, i can have fun doing it but it's like I, there's no need for it there's no want for it there's no desire for it it's yeah. just like oh, okay yeah i'll get something to do but you know it's being social like you don't want to be the guy that's sitting at the table all the time you're never eating you yeah. just so you're like oh yes Ooh, i'm starving yes mm-hmm. you know but they like man you just keep your weight down like you just you're always in shape well you know i just Eat what I watch what I eat. Well, something else. There's something to be said for being hungry. It you is. Know? There, there is, and uh, that's a big motivating factor for some people. But uh, yeah, no, that would suck. Like, like I said to me, like you said, you never get hungry. Okay, so you never get horny. Well, I didn't say yeah. Uh, it, it, at least for me, it, obviously, I really enjoy cooking and eating. So, well, like I said, you can still do it. It's just that you know, you just don't have to. You know, right? So we'll try to stay away from the uh, the useless, the useless. Uh, you know, powers. We don't, mm-hmm. we, don't, we don't need those. But speaking of, you mentioned uh, talking on the water. Um, I know you don't care about Shark Week. Right. But 
Uh, Shark, we just finished. Uh, some of you guys out there, I know. It's amazing that it's been 30-something years. They've been doing Shark Week for 30-plus years. And each year, I always count the number of uh, black shark experts that's on the show. Mm -hmm. And we're at 2019, and that count's still at zero. Really? Yeah. There's not a shark, not a black shark expert well, out I, there. Well, I thought I remembered watching... Uh a shark documentary uh, had to do with like uh, like weather patterns and uh, and sharks, and I I believe that there was actually uh, I think there was a, like a black commentator on there, but it was, it, it was called Sharknado. He may have been Sharknado. Yeah. That, was, that was a that TV was, show. That was a movie. Oh, that was a documentary. Sharknado. Oh, <laughs> about about the the tornadoes. Yeah, the, the shark tornado sharks. And, and no, that was um, that was not that I know of. It was a documentary. I, I think it was a movie. Um, I huh. could be wrong. But there was a lot of celebs in it, though. So well, it was a very just, expensive. Uh, well, no, I mean because a lot of celebrities do like uh, 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 charity work, and you know you get celebrity voiceovers and documentaries. That's and, true. You know, I mean, look at Morgan Freeman; he is the voice of the penguins, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, well, they made what two, three, four Sharknados. Um, well, yeah. I know Sharknado. That's a problem for sharks all across the, the world. That and suck for me. Yeah. I would hate that. I think that's minding my own business and tornadoes yeah. scoop me up and. Throwing me around, I'd be angry too. I would bite whoever the fuck I see too. Damn sharks! But I, I just I look back at you know like this again. I, I always look at it from a production standpoint. I think about like how things are done, and they've been doing this for over thirty years. Mm -hmm. And to see this still not only is it still going, but it's growing. Like you got like celebs that are starting to be a part of Shark yeah. Week. That having these like Shark After Dark, and then having these like you know studio audiences, and and like I mean it's like this thing is huge. And, yeah. and I think back of the guy that created. Shark Week, can you imagine him at the table and go, all right, guys, this is at the Discovery, Discovery table. I got, a, I got an idea. We're going to have a week, and we're going to do 24-7 dedicated to, wait, wait for it, sharks. <laughs> and everybody's like, we're going to do, do little sharks, big sharks, uh, cute sharks, angry sharks, sharks in Africa, sharks in Hawaii, sharks in Long Beach, sharks in San Antonio, sharks everywhere. We're going to do all kinds of sharks. And we're going to talk about them. We're going to have people that got bit by sharks, people that bit sharks, we, Punch <laughs> sharks. people that bite sharks. People that fell in love with sharks. We're going to have just sharks. It's going to be all kinds of sharks. And I'm sure they were like, that's the dumbest idea we ever heard in our entire life. I was waiting for you to say he was going to put sharks on a plane. But, you know. <laughs> but there were snakes already, so he couldn't do that. So I'm just seeing, like, I'm sure that they thought that it was a bad idea. And, I, and I'm sure they were like, well, you know, we looked at the numbers and, you know, people don't really like sharks. They like dolphins. Dolphins make it silence. <laughs> I, I don't know why he said silence. <laughs> I got <laughs> We're doing sharks, damn it. And now look at it. And, you know, this guy, he created this. I mean, mind you, I think in 2003, you know, he got, you know, um, sued for sexual harassment. But, you know, I digress. Um, I just made that up. But he was a executive producer in the 90s. They all got sued for sexual harassment at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but he stuck with his guns. He was yeah. like, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do this show. I don't care people that hate sharks. I don't people that's going to diss the sharks. We're going to do fucking sharks. And it's going to be 24-7 for a whole week. And y'all getting nothing but sharks. And y'all going to love it. And here we are. It's one of the most celebrated weeks in television. It, it I look is. forward to it every year. Like I, I used to date a woman who she had a, a watching party. Like She invited people over for like the, like it was a countdown for like the, the grand opening for Shark Week. Did they wear sharks? Uh, like shark fans and all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Like they had the, the shark fins you wrapped on your chest. We were swimming in the pool beforehand. And uh, <laughs> she had some shark lingerie. and like uh, Shark lingerie? Yeah. What the hell does that look like? 
Uh, it looks like like kind of like fish scale like kind of kind of thing. Got the pictures? No. I want to know what that looks like. Oh, you just gave me an idea for next year. <laughs> <laughs> to the lady at home that's listening, yeah, we're doing Shark Week a little different next year. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit different. Speaking of outfits, I will have to give it up. Jared, you'll be proud. All well, right. you'll be proud. You'll be happy that um, Renee Tirado, she is now the global head of diversity, equity, and inclusion for Gucci. I saw your post earlier. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Gucci, uh, I've, I've been giving him a hard time. Right. Um, and I was all so disturbed when I see other people wearing Gucci. Can, can you recap the Gucci uh, controversy? So back in February, um, Gucci released this turtleneck sweater. And the image was it was a, it was a, um, a white lady with a, a black turtleneck sweater that came up to about the, the, the mouth. And, but the mouth, but it was a black, completely black, and the, and it had like a red design where the lips were with a white outline on the red. Oh, so that's the white outline. That, so it yeah. gave it the black face yeah. look, and it just, you know, Twitter went nuts. Ti and some other, you know, um, big time celebs said, you know, that's bullshit. Uh, we accepting your apology because that's, I mean, that's just beyond apology. Like you should know better. Yeah. And but at the end of the day, it came down to the fact that there's no one in Gucci saying. Hey, uh, wave my hand back here. This is Leroy. Leroy back here. Um, that's not going to work. Yeah, it's like, you, you know, just by putting the white outline around the lips, that, that, that puts it into a whole different category. Well, actually, Leroy, we're doing that for design aesthetic. We <laughs> want to make the red pop off the black, but you don't understand. If you put the, you just, it's bad. You don't so understand, Leroy. Leroy, no, I do understand. Listen, Leroy, you just don't understand design, okay? <laughs> yes, but I understand racial tensions. I know how pissed off people going to be when you post that. <laughs> I do know that shit. I know yeah. black Twitter. So since then, you know, there was kind of a divide in the black community about are we going to boycott? Are we not going to boycott? Some some rapper said, hey, um, I won't buy it again. I'm, but I spent over 30 some thousand dollars on the Gucci I have. So I'm going to wear it, but I won't buy any more. Some like, no, uh, I'm throwing it away. Um, you know, Soldier Boy, which I would never agree with. Never thought out today I would agree with Soldier Boy. But he said, I'm never wearing Gucci again. He burned all his shit like he was like, never again. Uh, so there was people on both sides. And um, I was one of those people where I said, you know, fuck Gucci. Uh, you guys should know better. Um, I know that they did some other things like, uh, you know, uh, Dapper Dan. They got him, you know, finally brought him on board after they've been going back and forth, stealing each other's shit for the last 20 years. So they finally joined forces. Uh, and then with this hire right here, you know, it shows that they're going the right direction. Mm -hmm. And for that, you know, I will applaud them and say, you know what, that's what it's all about. Let's just go the right direction. Give it a chance to be right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you don't have to be right, but at least be going in the right direction. And see, something that uh, a quote I found the other week was, can't go back to change the past for a new start, but you can change the present for a new ending. Yeah. And so that's the thing is that, hey, listen, not everybody is, is born with every bit of knowledge about what's accepted. And, and, yeah. And yes, there are common sense aspects. There, 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 yes, there are. And, and some people cannot just claim ignorance. They, they can't. But at the same time, if somebody goes, hey, okay, I get it. Yeah. That's not cool. That's wrong. How can we work together to change this? And then they go and they change it. Right. Then I think that they should be encouraged because rather than stay the course right. and keep their platform, you know, exactly the same, mm -hmm. 
they chose to spend the money or to do yeah. the research or take the time, the effort to say, okay, you know, I heard you. Right. So what can we do about it? And yeah, and let's let's figure this out. Yes, I don't know about it. I don't. I didn't because Gucci may have honestly believed. Well, they may have honestly was like, we didn't know. And I know everybody was like, what the, how you not know? Hey, they may not know. They don't all live, we don't all live in the same world. Well, you hey, know? I, like, I'll be honest, I didn't know that uh, until a year and a half ago mm-hmm. that the white line around red lips, that yeah. that, that, that denotes the, blackface. That, that's like, the, and, and yeah. So I didn't know that until a year and a half ago. Yeah, I, yeah. But uh, you knew what blackface was. Well, yeah, y- yes, I did. For whatever reason, uh, college campuses all over uh, in the South still don't know what that is because every year there's a damn fraternity that gets kicked out the uh, the yard because for Halloween they do blackface. I'm like, how do y'all still not know that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, Gucci, uh, thank you. Um, and, and you know what's funny? Chanel, Prada, Burberry, they all hired that same, uh, that same uh, uh, job title. They all hired someone yeah. to, to be their division. So it's good to see. It, it, it's sad that we had to have that to get there but hey you know what that's what growing's about and so i'm glad because i got a couple of gucci things in my in my uh closet that i i couldn't wear no more yeah i bought some my girl some gucci tights that was like ooh, off the chain and she never got to wear them because i got oh. for christmas and then by the before she got to wear them gucci did that shit so uh hopefully she'll put them on later yeah um yeah so i'm i'm i'm, I'm happy to be able to you know participate a little bit with gucci but you still don't notice gucci Still on notice. Well, I'll I mean, be watching. Uh, so, ultimately, I mean, these companies, the corporations, it's all capitalism. Yeah. Like, they can say whatever they want to about, uh, you know, we're a green company or we support all these charities and everything else. The fact of the matter is they're all there to make profits. Yeah. And whenever you look at the, the cost basis, it's what's cheaper to bring in extra crisis management publicists mm-hmm. and to hire extra lawyers to handle lawsuits and everything else. Yeah. Or, and, and handle all that stuff on the back end. And having to recover your reputation or just hire somebody with some common sense that yeah. has their ear to the ground. Yeah. Who it's like, okay, listen, guys, like this is a slang term that you don't ever want to use. So you <laughs> need to take that off the tag. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, et cetera. And, you, you know, pay a buck 25 a year or, or, or something like that. Yeah. At, rather than the millions that you'd spend on having to do reverse PR and, and damage control. You would have thought that people learned from H&M, you know, a couple of years ago when they had the, the picture of these kids. Wearing these different, you know, uh, t-shirts, t-shirts. Yeah. and then the black kid had said monkey yeah, on it. Monkey I'm just on like, come on. Well, no, H&M. They also put out a hoodie that had bullet holes in it. <laughs> that was it was distressed, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. um, and also H&M. Do you know that they take a? It's it's a small percentage. Okay, let me see. I've heard. I, I don't know. It's yeah. proven. I've heard that they take a small percentage of their profit margins and they set aside like up to ten percent. And that is to settle with designers and artists that they blatantly rip off. Just rip off, uh, like because uh, yeah. that I don't know if you know Charles Smith here in Dallas. Uh, he's a local designer here. Okay. Uh, great guy, amazing talent. I would actually, I'd love to have him on the show. Um, one of his designs got uh, H&M, pull, got H&M, it? H&M pulled it. Ah. And uh, and yes, and so what they do is they're like, oh, actually, yeah, that's trending. That looks cool. Okay, we're just gonna rip it off. And then if the guy ever notices, they ignore him for a bit. Yeah. And if it keeps coming back, they're like. All right, well, here's a check. We're sorry. Bye. Damn, H and M, gangster as hell. Yeah, man, I, I don't, I don't shop at H and M. I have, I, I have, I have. I mean, but it's not like ooh, H and M. You know, H and M was one of those places where you know I would look at like, I gotta get a shirt for tonight. 
I, I gotta grab. I, yeah. You know, what I mean? like, uh, something last minute that's gonna look good for three washes. Yeah, yeah. Like that's maybe two washes. Yeah, maybe two. Yeah. Although like, I will say the best buy that I've ever had uh, at H and M. Best buy. Uh, no. the, the best purchase. <laughs> okay. uh, I've had at H and M, and I still have it, and I wear it twice a year. Uh, I've got a crushed black velvet uh, tuxedo jacket that I paid like seventy bucks for. Really? Seriously, and it fits me perfect. At H and M. At H and M. Actually, I wore it for uh, for New Year's Eve. Uh, this last year. Seriously? Seriously. That yeah, that, that velvet wow. tux jacket was like seventy bucks at H and M. What I what I will say from uh from a men's fashion standpoint is that they do have some suits that have pretty decent cuts. Okay. okay. You go and you buy the blazer and the and the pants separate. Yeah. And you're gonna spend a third of what you would at like JC Penny or, or you know, yeah. at Dillard's or anywhere else to but to buy a suit. Now granted, the quality of the fabric and the stitching isn't gonna be nearly as nice, but just from a, a cursory glance, it, yeah. it'll look good. So with all the money that you save, you take that to a tailor, mm. and you have the tailor mm-hmm. take it, oh, yeah. cut it in, and make it look custom. Oh, yeah. You know, you can even have, like, I had a, a, a Tracy Popkin here in Dallas. I had her uh, actually put on different buttons. So, oh, like, I had yeah. the buttons here on the wrist, I had, like, button number one, number two, or factory. And then I had her put, like, a hot pink button in there. Oh, nice. And That's little things, and man. Fact, little things four. pop like yeah. that. Or, or take a, like, stitch in a colored thread yeah. like a, on a strip down the lapel just so it's, like, something that pops. It makes yeah. it different. But, you no, go and you spend 90 bucks on a suit at H&M, and then you spend, you know, another 90 bucks getting it tailored. Tailored, yeah. yeah. And then it looks like you've got a $500 suit. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Because so, that's, that's the thing about the suit, you know, an expensive suit because it, it fits it's you. It's the cut. It's yeah, the cut. It yes, yeah, the fit. Nice. So, yeah. Um, so, anyways, that's my little tip. Go to H&M, buy a suit. And then uh, spend the same amount on, on getting a table. Oh, I thought we were on the verge of uh, boycotting H&M. We were talking about all the negative shit they were doing. <laughs> now, we talk, now we're telling people to go there. <laughs> yeah, fuck H&M. But, you know, they actually have some great deals when it comes to suits. <laughs> this just took an ugly turn. I thought we were going to fight the power and go march at H&M. Well, and, or then, then I say that. Take that uh, that premise to an H and M competitor. Uh, you go find a very you know a, a low price suit, yeah. and then you take that. To yeah, H and M. Yeah, fuck you, H and M. Yeah, I'm replacing you from Gucci, and I'm gonna say fuck H and M because uh, you guys gotta do better. But I'm just glad that Gucci's back. Um, you know, shout out to all the people who are all the fake Gucci. Um, you know, but uh, I I'm, I'm glad it's back, and so I could finally like kind of start wearing my shit again because I I would deep down I would look going damn it I can't wear that anymore. Damn it. Yeah. Um, so this kind of leads into what we wanted to talk about. Um, speaking of fashion and clothing, Victoria's Secret announced that they will not be doing the Victoria's Secret fashion show in November. Um, and because I hired them for my birthday. Yeah. They, yeah. They are going to be at your party. Yeah. Um, and, you know, from a production standpoint, I love that show because the production was so well done. Yeah. I mean, it, the behind the scenes stuff, the way they implement, you know, stuff that they did, you know, leading up to it. It was just an awesome event. You know, the entertainment, you know, it was it was just an awesome event. And me and my girl, we that was like Super Bowl, you know, for her because nice. we would like have a nice, you know, the, we would do an event, you know, mm-hmm. we would invite people over and we would have like a special like, you know, champagne or something like that, you <laughs> know. And it was just a fun event, so it was sad that it's gone. But the reason why it's gone, I think it's good, and I, and I think that they're realizing that you gotta change some things. You know, yeah. Victoria's Secret's kind of been going down a path, and I think that um, you know, women across the country is kind of like you know, I think it's time that we evolve uh, as people, and I think. 
their voice is finally being heard. And I think the biggest entity, Victoria's Secret, is finally because, you know, that the CEO said some shit last last uh, last year that, you know, got them in trouble talking about the transgender and saying, you know, saying what he said about not having to. We, said, we don't have to have a transgender. It's not about that. It's about having this is a fantasy world, blah, blah, blah. And I understood what he meant. Um, but he just said it wrong. Yeah. And and they're feeling the, the backlash of it. Do you really think that that's where the backlash is coming from? I mean, like, I, and, and what do you mean by whenever you say backlash? Are you talking about the cause for the reason why they're not doing the fashion show anymore? Because it, backlash can come in lots of different ways. It's either like online or it's uh, boycotting sales yeah. or it's, you know, br- burning bras. <laughs> uh, those are expensive bras. I don't think they're going to burn those. They go to H&M and burn those bras. They're not going to burn the Victoria's Secret bras. Hey, if men will burn sports jerseys, you know, and, uh, and Nikes and stuff like yeah. that, then uh, I see no reason why women <laughs> would do the same. But, no, I mean, from a sales standpoint, I mean, they've been – Victoria's Secret has been seeing drop in sales um, for the past couple of years. Yep. And their biggest drop was last year. Um, and a lot of people equate it to the Me Too movement. Uh, they thought that had a lot to do with it. Uh, and then on top of that, when the CEO said what he said, I think it was one of those things where I think a lot of women just got turned off and they said, you know what, we're, we're not going to support you anymore. Well, how, how is the Me Too movement and how do you think that was involved in, uh, in affecting the uh, Victoria's Secret? Well, I think as a whole, you know, the Me Too movement, you know, has been this, you know, uh, the empowerment of women and saying like, hey, enough is enough. Stop sexualizing us. Stop treating us, you know, a certain way. And I think all of this kind of ties into the what Victoria's Secret has kind of displayed themselves as right. as this like, hey guys, like here's the perfect thing for you, and and I'm gonna look great for you because even the Victoria's Secret ads they weren't for the women, they were for the guys. Like the guys were more. Into, I mean, I would say like back in the day, like when I was married, let's just say that my wife came home many a times asking me where the Victoria's Secret calendar was. You know, she's like, oh, it's it's, it's in the front where it's always like, no, I don't see it. I'm like, shit, did I leave it in the bathroom? (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. I thought I put it back in before she came home. So, you know, they weren't, I mean, the ads, I mean, you go into Victoria's Secret and, you know, the woman's like shopping and stuff. But the guy, he's doing just so he's doing okay. He's just like, no, I'm good. Just looking at all the pictures and all those outfits, this, you know. So it's always felt like, like, like the CEO said, it was a fantasy world, and I think women get caught up in the fantasy world too. Um, but yeah, I just dude, think, for, I mean, and, and and for lots of different reasons, and, and especially after a lot of the discussions I've been having on online for the last couple of weeks, I. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some women, they dress for themselves yeah, or, or for themselves. And if they want to have that type of fantasy lingerie, if that's the, if that's what they want for themselves, yeah. then, then go for it. The other type of women, they want to uh, embody that fantasy for their partner. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, I, I don't know, some women buy it because they get employee discounts. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, they, you know, there, there's lots to, to look in, into that. Again, uh, with the with you talking about the Me Too movement and with women being sexualized yeah. and, and trying to say make a stop, you know, but there are some women who who, who that that is the way they want to look. That, yeah, that, that, that yeah. is their personality. Well, yeah, yeah, it, exactly. So yeah, I don't. I just think that it, it's just what it was representing, and I feel like you know they felt like you know this was catered toward men and this is like a man's fantasy yeah you know and they're like okay can we stop doing that like can we just you know why does it have to be about the man's fantasy why are we doing all of this for the man's fantasy so i think all of that kind of plays into 
the Harvey Weinstein situation, uh, just the Times Up movement that started moving in as far as entertainment-wise. Yeah. And then you add the Me Too movement, and I think all of that played into the, you know, well, and I will say this, I mean, you know, there's a lot of um, networks, a lot of TV shows, they've all seen a decline over the last few years. Right. I mean, since, because streaming hasn't been taken into consideration yet. They haven't haven't measured streaming with Nielsen ratings and things like that yet. They haven't no. done that yet. So they say, well, the NFL ratings are down. That was because of the kneeling. No, it wasn't. It was because people are streaming, people are watching on their phones, people are doing other things. So, mm-hmm. and that stuff's not being calculated yet. So, how is it not being calculated? Like, not under what, not under the Nielsen, the way to, but not under the Nielsen rating. It's, it's a separate entity. But people are use, still using the ratings as far as like the points. Gotcha. Uh, okay. The points of of what of, of how many people are watching. They're still yeah. based off of that of the Nielsen. So. Those things are not taken, you know, you can watch on your, you know, your laptop and all that kind of thing. So no one's taking that into consideration. Not say no one, but those numbers are not being put in the numbers and saying, oh, we're, we're losing numbers here. But, yeah, but you're gaining numbers over yeah, here. You're losing broadcast, but you're gaining streaming. Exactly. Yeah. So, but in this situation, they are dropping. I mean, they, was it, uh, I think it was 9 million viewers, uh, 9 million views of the, uh, the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show three years ago. It was 3.3 last year. That's a hell of a drop. <laughs> That's yeah. That's a hell of a drop. That's what a two hundred percent drop? No. Yes. <laughs> I forget. Sixty six percent drop. That's a hell of a drop. And now they're saying we're going to re redo some things. And, and and we talked about this before the show started. Are they going to redo things as far as uh, just going to another network? Because it looks like they're going to go to the streaming, or they're going to redo things as far as what Victoria's Secret has been and what it will be as far as being more inclusive and things like that. So. There lies the we'll we'll see what happens. You know, if if I were Victoria's Secret, I'd do one of two things. With I this. would be your best friend if you were Victoria's Secret. <laughs> Rather, if I were the marketing director, yeah, for Victoria's Secret, I'd do one of two things. Uh, either one, uh, of course, I would cut broadcast altogether. Okay, uh, go 100% streaming, yeah. and I would, uh, you know, whether you want to get Hulu or Netflix or whatever to, to or Amazon to bid against each other to to get the contract. Mm-hmm. But then from there, for the first year out, either you keep the model exactly the same. Okay. I mean, exactly. Okay. Because then you want to do A-B testing. You want to see what your last season was yeah. on broadcast and your first season on streaming and compare apples to apples. Yeah. And that would get you the best metrics, or the most accurate metrics, I would say. Now, the other option is to, uh, is to do small little proof of concepts within your, your, uh, that show on, mm-hmm. on streaming where, you know, if they want to expand into uh, – you know the uh, uh, lingerie for full-figured women, or yeah. for, for if you, I don't know if it's plus size. I'm not sure what the appropriate uh, uh, nomenclature is for yeah. that. Uh, so large-ass word you just used. Please don't jump on me. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't like that word, by the way. I will go on the record and say I don't like plus size. I know I because hate that word because it, what the fuck does that mean? No, because uh, every all of that sounds negative. Yeah. And oh, you're a plus size. I'm wait, a plus size model. Yeah. Like you're a model. You know what I mean? Like oh, well, she's not, a not model. Even, not she's even a plus model, size. Just, well, I'm just saying. Just, yeah. Yeah. But that's how they describe. Model plus size. Well, model. I mean, we kind of even talked about it on another show. It's like you got thick, and then you know, <laughs> you got curvy, and yeah. you, got, you got all these other things. But none of that sounds like pretty. Yeah. You know, how how would you describe a, a pretty? Well, I mean, it, it depends on what you know, what, what part of town and, yeah, and exactly. how you brought up. Because thick is a good word where I'm from. I, and I, <laughs> I use thick until I, I was told not. Somebody to. say thick girl, and I'm like, where? Yeah. Where's she at? So, but you know, get get you know, uh, slim thick. Getting back to, I would. Uh, yeah, either A, apples to apples, exact mm-hmm. same thing, or yeah. B, I would introduce, like, snippets of, like, uh, like coming up next year, or, you know, we would unveil some samples from this, yeah. and just to kind of test, yeah. test to see how they're, how they're responded, 
And that way, the second year of streaming, you can change the the platform and the format. Although I would see, I could that see a giant marketing theory. platform between yeah. saying, you know, Victoria's Secret 2.0, yeah, kind of thing, and then just doing it all different. But then, what if they just really fuck it up? The director of marketing, she made a comment about like what's what's enough. You know, she said that, you know, okay, we have sizes from 32A to you know. 50, you know, double D or whatever, but then people like, well, where's 24? Where's 60? Why don't you have 70? Uh, you know, and then like even with the fashion show, you're like, where's transgender? You know, where, where's that representation? Where is this? And so, whoa, 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 hang on. You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, so th their response too is that, yeah, we're going to, we try to do better and we try to be more inclusive, but goddamn guys, like everybody can't be included. Yeah. You know, well, you know, I, I take this back to uh, like in high school, like, I tried out for, actually, let me take it back. This is my story. My, my buddy, Brian Kondrak, mm -hmm. he, uh, ended junior year, he tried out to be on the varsity cheerleading squad mm -hmm. uh, as a guy. There, there were no men on there whatsoever. Yeah. And he went out, and he had to pass the same battery of tests between tumbling and everything yeah. else that, that the women did. Yeah. And he he did his best. Yeah. But it he wasn't nearly as solid as, as the women were yeah. on the on the varsity squad. And so he went, he tried out, he did his best. He didn't make it. Yeah. Now, are there any men represented on the cheerleading team? No, there were none that year. Yeah. But, you know, he didn't make the cut. Yeah. And I, I'm i sorry, just as a person who grew up playing sports and uh, was competitive in those aspects, like, uh, I don't want to say the word participation trophy, but, you know, that's – that's kind of the way that I see it. Yeah. Like it's it's it has nothing to do with yeah. Uh, you know whatever uh, identity mm -hmm. or, or classification or, or whatever word you want to use for that has nothing to do with that. It simply has to do with you know fitting into the aesthetic model of the yeah. branding that Victoria's Secret has. Yeah. And you know if they can uh, you know walk, talk, move, and 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 look and appear and and fit into the s like everything the yeah. same way that the models can. There is no reason why they shouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and the CEO did say that, but, you know, the narrative changed and it just it got all twisted. But he said, he's like, no, I mean, we've had some transgender that have, um, you know, they, they've auditioned, you know, and they made it to a certain level to be, you know, to, to be a, a potential angel. They just didn't make it. But, yeah, so they've, they've you know, they've, they've auditioned and they didn't make it. So do you tell... You know, this girl here who has been doing this her entire life and got to this point, said, I'm sorry, you are good enough, but we need to have some different representation. So we got to remove you out. You know, at what point, you know, do we say, okay, that we, okay, so I mean, inclusivity you know, can only go so far. Yeah. Well, you know, part of it is also uh, the ability and opportunity to, uh, to be involved in the process. Yeah. And if it came down to two people and the reason why one person was chosen over the other is because of their identity, then then that is discrimination. That 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 is. You know, if they're if they're equally yes. talented and equal in appearance and everything else and just so happens that, you know, like one is Irish and one is Danish and yeah. they don't like Danish people, well then that's discrimination. I mean, it, it's it's so hard it's 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 so hard because me being an African American, you know, you see a situation where let's say that let's say there's twenty angels. Let's say you had twenty right. angels and you got down to the, you were 19, and you had to pick one more. And there was two standing there. They were the two best. You mm -hmm. had a black one and then another one that looked similar to, like, all the other 19. Yeah. And, and they were pretty much the same. You're like, we, we got to go with the, 
the 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 one of woman of color. Like we have to go with that one because there's already these other representations. So it's 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 a it's a slippery slope, you know, when you think about it. it mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to say when it's right because sometimes people say, "Oh, well, you just did that for political reasons." Like you don't really believe it. Well, you just, like Nike and Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, like that was done strictly for political oh, oh, and, and profit just, reasons. And, and man, they cleaned up. Yeah, they did, and they <laughs> well, they they doubled down on it because people went out to go buy Nike yeah. just to burn it. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they people went out to go buy Nike just to support. The support, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was a and, and they're one like the largest political uh, donation they gave was to Trump. Yeah. Uh, just recently. Yeah. They yeah. So uh, you, you just you just wonder like okay why are you doing it? And even Victoria's Secret said it. They like. They felt like, well, we're if we come out and, and start doing these other things, they go, oh, well, you just try and do that just to win everybody back. But that's one of those things of, like, you're not going to make everybody happy. There's always yeah. going to be people that's going to complain. There's always going to be people that's going to be upset regardless right. of what you do, uh, no matter how good you're trying to. Because well, that's stupid. People say, oh, you're just doing that to try and win us back. And it's like, okay, well, would you rather me keep just being keep an <laughs> asshole? Like, because I can, because right now yes, it seems they like. Do, so they can be mad at you. Yeah, it seems like either way, it's like if I do the right thing, yeah, uh, I'm still an asshole. Right. I keep doing what I'm doing. Still an asshole. Yeah. So what's, so why wouldn't I rather be the asshole that makes me more money? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And well, then then they accuse you of being fake woke. <laughs> yeah. Somebody called you woke the other day, didn't they? And I corrected them real quick. I was like, nope, 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 nope. Still I am <laughs> not woke. I am on that never-ending journey to try and attain it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, the the eyes not. are open, but I'm not woke yet. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Yeah. Hadn't had coffee yet. No. No. But. I just like I said the, the the whole thing for me I just wonder you know how they're going to bounce back and what message they're going to send because trust me everyone else is watching you know yeah. all the other brands they're all going to sit back and go have the arms folded going okay let's see what Victoria because even though their you know their stock is down and the finances are down their viewers are down they're still king of the hill yeah you know, they're, they're still king of the hill oh, <laughs> don't, sure. don't get it twisted <laughs> Victoria's Secret is still running the world. Um, but it's just not the, the margin is closer, mm-hmm. you know. But no, they're still on top. So all the other brands, you know, that compete with Victoria's Secret, they're still they're still uh, they're watching. You know, mm-hmm. you're gonna see how they deal with this, and they're gonna follow suit, uh, just like Gucci did. And then you saw Prada, Chanel, all of, everybody kind of fell uh, fall in suit after that. You know, something that uh, that Victoria's Secret might want to think about is uh, actually shutting down every single one of their retail storefronts, mm-hmm. doing a big online uh, presence, but then. Uh, partnering with uh, or splitting their line into a high end and a low end and then doing target for the low end. Yeah. And the high end, they go into someplace like, a, you know, like a Saks or, a, well, or, 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 you know, Dillard's or, or, or something like that where, you know, you've got the, the Armani section, yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. The everything else, and then you've got the, your Victoria's Secret section. The thing I love about Victoria's Secret, though, they have sales. So, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, well, I that's online, you know, because look, yeah, look at what e-commerce is ruining yeah. retail anyways. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's kicking everybody out. Yeah. Victoria's Secret would probably be shutting down stores regardless. It, it wouldn't be their idea. They're just yeah. going to be shutting them down. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, like, I love their, you know, like, their 5G strings or 5, you know, underwear for 25 bucks. Like, I do that every Christmas. I mean, if my girlfriend's listening, uh, she knows what she's going to get in her, her stocking. You know, that's every year. You know, I, I love that. Um, so, so they always if, have a sale. What if they did that sale online? Well, no, I mean, well, see, I'm, I'm, when it comes to Victoria's Secret, I kind of like being in the store, you know. That I'll, makes sense for you? Yeah. I like to pick it up myself, mm-hmm. see what it feels like. You like uh, you like Chevy Chase where he grabs him and he kind of blots his forehead and he sticks it to the side <laughs> of his pocket <laughs> square. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I put him everywhere that I'm going to put him, so I'm like, try him out, you know, see what, see what happens. Uh, you're uh, not going to tell the kids who Chevy Chase was and what movie that was from? 
I don't know which movie it was from. Was it from Vacation? Yeah. It was from the original? Well, I'm almost... Po- I, I, yeah, because I think he was Christmas shopping. That's why I wasn't sure. No, uh, was it Christmas Vacation? Was It was probably... Was it Christmas? I think it was Christmas Vacation. See, that's why I didn't go there, because I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I knew it was a vacation. I just didn't know whether it was mm-hmm. Christmas or... Well, no, just even who Chevy Chase was. Oh, uh, Chevy Chase. I guess from Ooh. Community. Oh, he was in Community, he was wasn't community. he? Donald Glover. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. He, he was an he, he old guy in Community. Yeah. I, I was a big fan of Chevy Chase. Um, yeah. Shout out to Chevy Chase. He's still alive? Yes. Okay. Well, he yeah. was just in community. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, he wasn't there yesterday. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, we will find out what Victoria's Secret is going to do. I hope they bring the fashion show back because I had a good time watching it and I love seeing it and, you know, put some thick girls in there. So, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to that. So I know we're wrapping up on time here. Yeah. But I, okay. I came across this in my feed. It's, uh, it's like the, the 10 things, the most common things people do after sex. Oh, wait a minute. What was that again? The that? 10 most common things people do after sex. After sex. Yeah, okay, after gotcha. sex. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, and uh, hopefully it's after both of you are done because <laughs> uh, that's the only way it should be. But some Not of these, true. <laughs> no, that's the way it should be. But dinner's not over until you both eat your fortune cookies. There you go. Uh, but one of them, and this, this f- pisses me off. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. We're going number, we're already at number 10. Number 10. Uh-huh. Going on social media. Right at wait a minute, right after? Right after sex, pick up the phone. Jeez. Check out Facebook. You can't go three minutes without checking your phone. Fourteen percent of people pull out their phones and check their social media pro- profiles right after doing the deed. Maybe they're going to brag. Maybe they're going on Twitter and say, Holy shit, my world just got rocked. Hashtag Wanby. Are just wondering where they're gonna check into, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but social media. Now, now, now the next one, I, I get it. I understand. Okay. You know? Yeah. But number nine is ordering food. Oh, ordering food. Yeah. Ordering okay. food like like Grubhub, Uber yeah, Eats, something yeah, like that. Because, yeah. you know, okay. you got to get those calories back. You got to refuel. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I, I guess I guess it's all that matters when the sex was actually happening. But yeah. 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 Order food. Yeah. But interesting is that right after that, number eight is cooking food. Who's ever done that? I have. Well, well, it depends on the time of day. Like, I'm thinking about when you're talking about having sex, I'm thinking about nighttime. But, I mean, yeah, I guess if it's during the middle of the day or something, but, yeah. Or, or, or breakfast. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you actually, yeah, for breakfast, then you go yeah, cook brunch. Yeah, you got yeah, breakfast, you know, yeah, morning sex, and then you go have breakfast. Okay, yeah. Uh, th- this one I relate to, and, and I like, I enjoy. Uh, having a deep and meaningful conversation. Hmm. Looking soulfully into the eyes of the person you just boinked and having a philosophical <laughs> discussion is something many of us apparently do. Putting it number seven on the list. Uh, yeah, well, I will say that is probably the the point where both of your guys' wall is completely down. So you were probably yeah. getting some really honest, I mean, that's and open conversation at that point. You, you were literally about as intimate as you could be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah. You lay there butt naked. So, yeah. and you both have. Made faces, exchanged some faces, and made yeah. some noises, and like, all right, yeah, we in now, so I yeah. might as well open up to you. Um, now, okay, number six, I, I can understand this, because if they did this during, they'll probably do it after, but just laying there and doing nothing. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you said, unless they were already doing that before you yeah. finished, so. Yeah, exactly. You know, you got to, you know, if it was that good, you know, uh, yeah. you're going to lay there until your you know, brain cells start firing yeah. again and your yeah. legs stop shaking and uh, mm-hmm. the room yeah. stop moving. And I mean, hey, start quaking. Uh, and, and in some cases, silence is golden. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, uh, <laughs> or it could really be bad. <laughs> she ain't said nothing. She just rolled over. Huh. Oh, what would be worse if she says thank you afterwards? Oh, thank you. 
<laughs> Thank you. No, okay. What's worse than that is if she, she leans over, and I'm going to tap I'm, I'm dude on the mic, and she rubs you on the shoulder, and then you get the... The double, the, the, the friend pat? Like, it's time to leave? No, no, no like the, <laughs> thank you. Oh, yeah. It's the, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ladies, just so you know, if you ever give that little double tap on the shoulder, like, that's that's the buddy tap. That's the friend tap. That's yeah. the, that's the oh, we're we're, we're not going to hold hands we're, or, or anything. We're She's just, basically telling you y'all are never having sex again. That's yeah. what the double tap is. Like, we're never doing that again. And, and, <laughs> I, and I will tell you, I have a 95% accuracy rate with that with the, uh, with uh, whenever I've experienced that with women, the tap you never uh, whenever, had sex with yeah. whenever they give you the tap, that's that's a friend tap. That's uh, a, that's the that's a you know the, a nonverbal yeah. uh, communication or an unconscious cue from them. Would be even worse if they say, "Oh, that was nice." Damn, nice. <laughs> Just kick me in the fucking balls. Or oh, how cute. Ah, that was nice. That's nice. Yeah. thank you. Now, uh, and I'd say number four. I mean, I only did this one if I had to. Uh, getting, getting dressed. Uh, well, <laughs> well, what it means by getting dressed? Because, you know, some people don't like being naked. Smash and, and dash. Well, okay. But well, I'm just saying, like, because, you know, I, you know I, I get drafts. I get, I get cold really fast. So, you know, yeah, I might go straight to the underwear and gotta, whoop, kind of put those well, back on. Okay, I so. mean, like, like putting your skivvies back on. That's, yeah. I, I understand yeah, that. Yeah, but, yeah. but, you know, what, what I will say is it's kind of a suggestion. It's just take your time and stay naked for a little longer. Like, uh, oh, yeah. it, you know, I'll a lot, do it, like, a lot right. of. Re- well, I mean, like right after. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people, uh, they they skip the foreplay stage, but yeah. there is something to be said for afterplay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there, yeah. there really is. Yeah. Uh, it, like it's the after party. It'll, it'll it'll change the dynamic in your relationship. Like I had a like, one of my first like real true girlfriends. Yeah. Like she taught me that. She was like, "Listen, you love the build up and the during, and I love the during and the after." And and thing is, they still count those as minutes, as sex. So if you ever want to add extra minutes, you do that part. Because, you know, girls say, oh, we had sex for hours. Did you really have sex for, sex for well, hours? See, that's kind of like, like saying you got all, an A off of a bell curve. But like, still, though, it, they, they still count. But no, I'm saying from a woman's standpoint, they count the moment, like you said, like the, the pre, the during, and the after. The, all of that falls in line as sex. You know, we're thinking the moment that our penis is in, that sex, when it's out, it's over. The sex is done. We're looking at the clock going, that was uh, that was 22 minutes. You know, they're like, we had sex for hours. You tell a friend, we had sex for hours. You're like, hours? We had sex for hours. We had sex for 22 minutes. I counted. Like, I had to stopwatch. Mm-hmm. I'll see if I can break the record. But they count all of it. It's all, all of it is it's part of sex. So, yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad they count the after. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I'd argue with that. I, I've never heard that uh, that theory at all whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, yeah. Yeah, I've heard it. Oh. Well, okay, so uh, so number three, I mean, this is one of my first go-tos, uh, drinking water. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 48% of the people in the survey said they chug uh, you know, a refreshing beverage after the deed. I just have a water bottle like next to me, like during the middle of sex, like I'll like squeeze it. I'm, I'm like one of those like you no know, marathon runners. I'll be, be being up in there and I just grab a bottle and, and just keep on going. And sometimes I'll pour it over my head. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> well, I'm glad you switched to water instead of Gatorade. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, that gets, it gets all sticky too. Yeah. I tried that before. It didn't work out. Uh, not so we much. do Gatorade after it's over when she like, you know, she wins. I go, yay, I dump Gatorade over her head. You know, you did it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so uh, number two, watching TV or movies. You know, I, I thought that basically it's Netflix and chill in reverse. Yeah, right? that's, that's chill and then Netflix. Yeah, uh, uh. and uh, and this is you know half of the people uh, said they like to watch TV or a movie after sex. Uh, <laughs> now see that that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Uh, which you know, um, yeah, like you said, you're already, you're already nice and warm in bed, yeah. and you know it's only natural to want to 
you know, uh, kind of do something to not not escape, but just kind of uh, unpl- yeah. unplug your brain and your your body and just yeah enjoy something. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I get it. You know, that's not my go-to. Like, I I don't have a TV in my room. Well, I, well, a lot of times on the, purpose. A lot of times the TV is like still on during sex, so it's kind of one of those things you kind of roll over and you just kind of start watching it. You know, you just kind of be in this little euphoric state and you just kind of roll over and watch it. I never like got up and like, oh, let's let's watch, you know, Into the Spider Verse. You know, <laughs> I never like, oh, let's watch this. It's like whatever's on. A lot of times it's HGTV. Yeah. And you just roll over and go, that's a nice ass house. Yeah. Now, like, what what I will say, three bedrooms, good for entertaining. <laughs> Love to live there. <laughs> so what I will say, uh, talking about something you were you're mentioning earlier, is uh, you know having you know that first or second time whenever yeah. you and your date are intimate or whatever, it's like you said, it's like it, you know you come in, you flip the lights off, you shut the door, you yeah. plug the night light and everything else, and you know pull down <laughs> the, the, the blackout <laughs> curtains, and uh, you both wear blindfolds, kind yeah. of thing, <laughs> you know, and uh, it, and that's that's very common, yeah. you know, for for either men yeah. or women, yeah, uh, but uh, watching TV. That's your cheat for that, because depending yeah. on how big your TV is, it casts a lot of light. <laughs> Have a big ass TV, and so you know you kind of get to, you know, it's your little cheater move. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. me personally, I like having some light, something like that. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's the cheat. But uh, so the number one is uh, is cuddling. Okay. Yeah, and seventy four percent of people, uh, says yeah, the post coital ritual is uh, is cutting. Yeah. I get that. I mean, you know, some people say, you know, sex isn't done until you, like, you spoon or right, I mean, right, right, you right. forked and then you spooned and then, you you know, you cut yourselves apart. Right. You know, uh, spoon, spoon hang, hang, hang on a second, though. The number one answer was not even in the top ten. The number one answer is what I think most people do. If you do it right, the number one answer is what my girl does when it's over. She goes to fucking sleep. That's what happens. That's... Uh, and I, I guess that that that, an, that answers it soon. <laughs> so. Oh man, it, it it is nothing like you guys. You know when it's a good when you have one. You know every you know it's like pizza. You know sex is always good, but then there's sometimes where it's just like, woo, like like another stratosphere. I, I will say I've had bad pizza. Oh, I, I know you were gonna say that. Stick with my analogy. <laughs> well, but you know when you had when, when you guys both like it wasn't just a one or the other when you both like just. When y'all both like just enough to like spread apart from each other and un- unpeel from each other, and then y'all just literally just lay, and then like four hours later you wake up and both you guys are in the same spot you were yeah. in. Oh yeah, no, like I, no clothes back on, no nope, water, nope. nobody cooking any food, nope. no way, no ordered nothing. Both of y'all just laid there, y'all just passed out. And you're, yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> that's when you know that that was a great night. Yeah. But, man, uh, next week, we got a guest next week. Okay, super excited about this guest. Yeah. Uh, I met her, I, I guess, like about three years ago. She's a local Dallas comic. Yeah. Uh, her name is Greccio, and she's, uh, you, would never, you would never expect mm-hmm. uh, her by looking at her. Yeah. And, and, and this is something that's very common in today's society by, by you know, pre-qualifying somebody just based off their looks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she is, I mean, I, she... She's at least as tall as you are. Yeah. Uh, blonde, gorgeous, and she is sharp and funny and it's like just, it's going to be a great show next week. I'm really looking forward to it. I, I actually uh, worked with her professionally. Okay. Outside of the, the entertainment area. Uh, and uh, no, she's, it's going to be a lot of fun next week. Well, all right, man. Yeah. Well, uh, I can't wait to get to it. And uh, it's going to be a blast, man. This was fun. This was a different environment. 
Um, and uh, we're going to do this again, man. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So this is it right here at live in the Fair Park, man. Yeah, live in Expo Park yeah. right here at Los Alamos Rotas. That's it, man. So I'm Juan B. I'm Jared. We'll see you next week. Peace.